Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. As you may have noticed, I'm uh, tweaking the format a little bit to satisfy my desire to do uh, multiple hours of content a day due to my own time restrictions. Decided I'm going to do some continuation. And I have more I wanted to add from yesterday about uh, Brazil's version of January 6th. That's resulting in thousands of arrests and the weaponization of Brazil's Justice Department against its people. Similar to how it's been everywhere in many Western nations. But we have breaking news this morning. All commercial flights across the country were grounded this morning. Because the FAA, Federal Aviation Administration, I think that's right, had some computer difficulties. This article from Fox News, the White House announced Wednesday, hey, that's today, (laughs) that President Biden has been briefed on the massive FAA outage, though asserting that there's no evidence it was caused by any cyber attack, as if they would tell us. Quote, the president has been briefed by the Secretary of Transportation this morning on the FAA system outage. Wow. Pete actually made it into work. That's surprising. White House House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre tweeted before 7.40 a.m. Eastern. There is no evidence of a cyber attack at this point. Ah, see, there's the uh, nomenclature. But the president directed the Department of Transportation to conduct a full investigation into the causes. The FAA will provide regular updates. And we have these tweets from the FAA Twitter page, obviously. The FAA is working to restore its notice to air missions system. We are performing final validation checks and reloading the system. Now, operations across the national airspace system are affected. We will provide frequent updates as we make progress. Update number two. The the FAA is still working to fully restore the notice to air mission system following an outage. While some functions are beginning to come back online, national airspace system operations remain limited. Update three, two hours ago, the FAA is still working to fully restore the notice to air mission system following an outage. The FAA has ordered airlines to pause all domestic departures until 9 a.m. Eastern time to allow the agency to validate the integrity of flight and safety information. Update four, the FAA is making progress in restoring its notice to air mission system following an overnight outage. Departures are resuming. And due to air traffic congestion in those areas, in some areas, we expect departures to resume at other airports at 9 a.m. Eastern. Final update from one hour ago, normal air traffic operations are resuming gradually across the U.S. following an overnight outage to the notice to air mission system, as if we haven't been keeping up, that provides safety info to flight crews. The ground stop has been lifted. We continue to look into the cause of the initial problem. Oh, somebody probably just tripped over an extension cord or, and, and you know, it's, 
It's a complete coincidence, I'm sure, that this happened on one, 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 two, three. There's definitely no uh, numerology or gematria involved there. I'm, I'm certain these things happen. Well, what, what, happened, what happened to the backup system? Is, I mean, there's so much money involved here. I mean, that was part of the big tragedy in 9-11. What a tremendous impact it had on the aviation industry. Maybe you'd like to call it, or just commercial flights in general. It's such a big part of the economy. So they'll just point to their own incompetence and move on. And if it was a cyber attack, we'll never know. Even though uh, trending on Twitter here, hashtag cyber attack. If we can't blame it on Russia, they'll chalk it up to some glitch in the system. And to their own incompetence, because the media will never confront any of these administrations for being bad at their job. Which is why they use being bad at their job as an excuse for everything. So what do you think happened? Just a simple explanation of incompetence. Somebody flipped the the wrong light switch. They didn't realize the piece of tape up there that said, don't use. (laughs) You know, they probably had one of those setups where you plug the lamp in to the socket and the power to the socket is controlled by the light switch. Well, they ran out of sockets, so they had to plug in some of the power strips to this socket that's operated by the light switch, and one of the interns forgot that you weren't supposed to flip that light switch, and whoopsie, flip the light switch, and uh, the entire system comes crashing down, and no, no flights can take off. Or maybe somebody just knocked some coffee over. You know, that happens all the time. Just a little whoopsie. And all the flights across the country are grounded. <laughs> all air commerce ceases because we're, we're that fragile. So are we meant to believe that that's the truth? Is that the news that's going to come out? Well, I'm sure we'll all be glued to our screens. While this story develops, I want to know why we are being fed this narrative about how horrible. I mean, remember it, 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 it's gone really, it's began with the, the TSA, right? Oh, going through airport security is so terrible. And, and the, the people are rude and they're always grabbing you and pulling you out a line and making you do the hand swab to see if you, and then they put in the, uh, the x-ray machines that could like see through your clothes and you could actually, you know, like see nipple. And it was a gross invasion of privacy and people were very uncomfortable and it was just kind of like a, yeah, you know, it's for national security. Don't care if you like it or not. And ever since then, it seems, I mean, at least in my opinion, I don't fly a lot. 
thank God, that there's been a concentrated media effort to make the idea of traveling through an airport and getting on an airplane to just be the most miserable event that could take place in your life. And I've always wondered why that could be. I, I mean, I have no answer. And it was just over the holidays, the Southwest, you know, again, blaming incompetence for a complete shutdown of all of their flights because of weather here and weather there. You know, it's all, it's just excuse after excuse. So why is the media trying to keep us from flying while the airlines do things like overbook? They overbook their flights because they want to make sure that they're sending full planes off of the runway. It's really perplexing. I mean, I know it's alleged that it's bad for the environment, but I mean, corporations don't really care about that. I mean, they only care about that when they need to change your mind about something. They're constantly making the seats smaller. You, you constantly hear stories about people being thrown off of planes and dragged off for trivial things because some TSA agent was having a bad day. It's really, I mean, it's, it's like, it's like prison. Every flight is like Con Air. But the criminals are the, are the ones, uh, you know, running the airports. This is like the first example of our rights being completely eroded post 9-11. You do everything, you, everything we say or you can't fly. And you have to fly because you have to do business. We have this globalization of everything happening now. So you, Mr. Businessman, making six figures a year, if you want to continue to do that, you got to do everything we say. Does that sound familiar? Here's a hint. You better take this injection or you can't work. And now what do we have? People dying suddenly. All over the world, kids, athletes, people in peak physical condition, dropping dead inexplicably. Let's see, do we, do we have an uh, answer on DeMar Hamlin, the safety for the Buffalo Bills that dropped dead on the field on Monday night? What do you think? Drum roll. Oh, pins and needles. Here's a local Fox affiliate. What caused DeMar Hamlin to collapse? Cleveland Clinic doctor weighs in. With prayers on the field and outside of Cincinnati Hospital, players and fans showed support for Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin. The 24-year-old NFL star's heart stopped after a hard tackle. While we still don't have an exact cause of his cardiac arrest, medical experts said the impact could have triggered a rare heart condition. Okay, so uh, we're, we're still going with that. This article's a few days old, but it's the top result. 
I think if the medical uh, experts can blame it on anything but vaccine-induced myocarditis, then we'll get our answer. But do we really need an answer? I think we all kind of know what's going on, whether we want to believe it or not. This is unprecedented in history. This kind of thing doesn't happen. The establishment tries to blame climate change and racism. Are you flipping kidding me? Are we that stupid? Has our collective intelligence decreased so drastically that we're expected to believe this garbage? I feel like these people are all in that movie Office Space. You know, the one created by Mike Judge where they, spoiler alert, they conceive this plan. I mean, (laughs) when when did Office Space come out? If you haven't seen it, your time is up. 1999. All right, so you're overdue. I'm about to ruin. Well, I I won't even tell you how it ends. But they conceived this plan that I guess is from Superman 2, which I'm not familiar with. I, I mean, I've seen it, but I was seven, so I don't remember the finer plot points. It was just, oh, look, they're flying. But they come up with this plan that is supposed to... uh move these fractions of pennies that are rounded down or rounded up. They move the fractions of pennies into a bank account that they control and the money slowly accumulates and they, you know, get a nice fat payday after stealing fractions of pennies from the company that they work for. Well, after they implement the plan, they wake up the next morning. I mean, this is because they're all being fired. So they decide, hey, we're going to, on our last day, they get some advance notice. On our last day, we'll put in this program that's going to steal these fractions of pennies, and it'll be sweet. Nobody will ever notice, and we'll all get rich. Well, then they check the account the next morning, expecting to see you know a few dollars at the most. And instead, something went wrong, and they <laughs> inadvertently stole thousands of dollars from their company overnight. You can imagine their reaction. I bet it mirrors something like what's going on with these establishment sickos at Pfizer and at the FDA and at the CDC and the White House, etc. Whoa, 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 whoa. These people are dropping dead way faster than we anticipated. How, How are we going to cover this up? And because the ones leading the charge are... Evil and lazy, most likely. Potentially just lazy and incompetent. They go, oh, uh, well, uh, we'll blame it on uh, climate change. Yeah, that's what it is. You see, it's heat and humidity. And does it feel freaking hot and humid to you right now? It's January. Yeah, but the heat and the humidity and the brain and blah, blah, blah. Uh, uh. What else you got? I'm not buying it. You shouldn't buy it either because you'd have to be a freaking idiot. Something is killing these people and it's not the climate. Of that much, I'm certain. 
All you have to do is search a little bit. And you will find story after story after story of people dying suddenly, inexplicably. And these aren't 60-year-old smokers. They're 17-year-old high school kids. Now, fortunately, Kevin McCarthy led a fight against the National Defense Authorization Act that included continuing mandatory vaccination for the soldiers. So maybe we can get the uh, 8,000 some odd soldiers that quit as a result of that mandate. Maybe we can get them back. That'd be a good thing. And they should be given a medal for holding fast to their beliefs and the principles of this country while they were trampled by the regime that occupies the White House. And maybe you've heard about the excitement going on with the White House now. Uh, Conveniently, I think, probably covered up by this airline shutdown that happened this morning. Yes, good old Joey, who harshly criticized Donald Trump for possessing allegedly classified documents at his home in Mar-a-Lago, she was entitled to take. Turns out Joe Biden took some classified documents himself while he was vice president. And no, the vice president doesn't have the authority to declassify documents, not like the president does. So I would say, I mean, if we had any integrity in our Department of Justice, that Joe Biden should be real concerned. But as it stands, nothing will happen. I mean, unless you do something about it. So not only did he have classified documents in his possession at his, uh, oh, what would you call it? People are calling it a think tank. Let's see if we have time for this article from Breitbart. Attorney General Merrick Garland assigned a U.S. attorney to review the roughly 10 classified documents that were found in an old office of President Joe Biden. I mean, doesn't that just paint the excellent picture? You open this old office, there's papers on the floor, nothing else in the room, no furniture. (laughs) Just, oh, whoops. These, These classified documents accidentally got overlooked. The classified documents are from Biden's vice presidential office at the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement in Washington, which is within close proximity to Capitol Hill. The classified documents were found by Biden's personal attorneys just days before the midterms on November 2nd, according to special counsel to the president, Richard Sauber. Sauber said the White House is cooperating with the National Archives and the Department of Justice regarding the discovery of what appear to be Obama-Biden administration records. Once Biden's attorneys found the documents, they notified the National Archives, who reportedly referred the matter to the U.S. Department of Justice, leading to Garland's appointment of U.S. Attorney John Lausch to investigate how the classified documents ended up in Biden's old office. And we just didn't hear about this until now. What a grand surprise. 
You know what else might surprise you? The Chinese Communist Party donated $54 million to that Biden center. And what you may find even more interesting is that Biden's now Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, well, he was the head of that Biden center during the time that classified material was contained there. And also at the same time that this center was receiving tens of millions of dollars in dark money from the Chinese Communist Party. So the walls are closing in, eh? And we can just keep going back and forth between Republican presidents and Democratic presidents and trying to get them removed so that we can have an exciting media cycle, right? Or maybe it's all a big joke. Hey, please share the show. I'll be back. Goodbye.